have some more brothers inviting you to enjoy this week's message from the First United Methodist Church of Escofield Springs. Thank you for coming to Waters for our continuing rejuvenation and inspiration. Thank you for coming to the Springs. Well, good morning, everyone. tries to roll over my bones Sorrow comes to steal the joy I
walking around these walls I thought by now we'd fall But you have never failed me yet Waiting for change to
sing that for for endless days we're going to sing your praise despite what's going on despite all the different things that, that are on our minds we will sing your praise So before I begin anything, um, I want you guys to read with me. It's from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and I'm going to read to you verses 8 and 9. And I love this, and I think it's really fitting for who we are right now as God's people. We are experiencing all kinds of trouble, but we aren't crushed. We are confused, but we aren't depressed. We are harassed but we aren't abandoned. We are knocked down, but we aren't knocked out. Don't you think that's good? I think it's excellent. So 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9. And, you know, we're going to try something different. We're trying to make this more interactive, that, that you all can talk to us and that we can try to talk back to you. So... We're going to try, and we've got a little bit of a delay, but we're going to try if you post any questions or things um, for us. Um, you know, I've got a way to see that right now. So if you want to uh, post a question, I'm going to try to answer it for you today. And I just got to let you know that, you know, we love you and we're here for you. Um, so this is just a crazy time. It's crazy that we can't be in worship together, all of us sitting here. It's crazy that you're not supposed to be in a group of 10 or more people. It's crazy that my kids are going crazy, crazy at home because they can't play with their friends. And it's just, it's this crazy time that we're in. But I got to tell you, the world needs the church now more than ever. And... This is who we are. We are God's people, full of hope, full of light, uh, full of forgiveness and grace, and we're going to be able to get through this. I know it. So with that being said, um, my poor musicians here are, are guinea pigs because I'm going to ask questions, and they promised that they would respond. They did promise that, so we'll see. Um, <laughs> we'll see if they do. Uh, otherwise, you're going to leave me hanging. It's going to look so, is that all right? You're fine with that. Okay, so here's my question for you, and I'm going to ask this, um, and you guys can respond to us online as well. What is the one thing that you're really struggling with right now with all of this craziness? Uncertainty. Uncertainty, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think wondering when it's all going to end, what right. it's going to look like. uncertain times and I mean I, I don't know if you all have been the ones that have been mass rushing 
to the grocery store to Walmart uh, to get things. But it's weird um, if you've been there in the last few days and you've seen the, sh the shelves are empty, right? And things are, um, and, and people are nervous. And it's like I have this fear too. It's like every time I go somewhere, I'm like, well, do you have this? Do you have this? I mean, do you feel that too? Like that, that, that need of trying to protect yourself and protect your loved ones. But then also, I mean, I'm an extrovert, right? And so I need like people to respond to me. And that's part of who I am. I'm, all you introverts out there are probably loving this time, right? Thank you, finally, that you get um, freedom to stay six feet away from somebody, but this extrovert in me misses that connection with people. I mean, even this morning, um, one of the crew here uh, that's helping us go live, uh, Josh, he's in the back, he came up and came to shake my hand, and it was one of those weird things that we both kind of realized at the same time, like, oh, don't shake hands, right? Social distancing, uh, it's weird. Okay, so I wanna tell you, so I've not ever been through a pandemic before. Anybody else? No. Okay, so I want to tell you about um, a time that I went on a mission trip, and it was the absolute worst mission trip of my entire life. Um, I was uh, in seminary, my girlfriend, Amy Slater, she wasn't married yet, but she's preaching this morning in uh, Nebraska. Uh, she went with me, she took her youth, and I took my youth, and we went to Oklahoma, and it was the worst mission trip of my life. Let me tell you why. First of all, we had been promised lots of things. We had been promised that there would be showers. We had been promised that the kids would have a swimming pool. Um, we had been promised that we were gonna sleep somewhere with air conditioning. And all of these things did not happen. So we get there and we realize very quickly that there are no showers and that the kids are gonna have to shower uh, with garden hoses, including myself. Um, and I mean, obviously, we couldn't go naked, right? So we had to wear clothes while we were doing that. Um, and there was no air conditioning at night. So it was like 100 some odd degrees, it's Oklahoma. So it's really super hot. And there's no swimming pool. But we're continuing to work every day because we had all these things set up. So we would get back, um, you know, sort of mid afternoon and it would be scorching hot and we would take a shower. And one of the things that happened the first day, there was something I think in the hose and the water hose that caused me to have a rash from the top of my head down to the tips of my toes. And that was Monday and we were there till Friday. And I was so miserable and angry, especially like I know there are lots of people out there that, that deal with no air conditioning. I am an old millennial. Oh, I just gotta tell you, I'm like one of the oldest millennials and I need air conditioning in my life. Um, I would rather be cold than hot and I was miserable. And the first like night, they had all of the leaders come together and they had all the leaders come together and talk to us and they said, your attitude is gonna shape this whole time. That's what's gonna happen. What you are doing and how you act it's gonna shape everything that happens throughout this week because if you're mad, your kids are gonna be mad. If you're angry, they're gonna be angry. If you struggle and are upset the whole time, they're gonna mimic you and follow you in the midst of this as well. And so um, that was really good advice. And so we had fun with it. 
right? And we were laughing and joking, and um, I remember seeing like all these girls out there. Um, they would have you know shorts and t-shirts, and they would be washing their hair and shaving their legs with a garden hose. It was just it was really pretty funny. Um, I got to tell you, I don't think shaving your legs is that important at that time during that week. But those girls thought it was super important. But you know, I just think that. Our attitude is going to be what changes us in, in this, and it's going to it's going to distinguish us between um, who God's people are and the rest of the world that's in this chaos that has this anxiety of uncertainty and things that are happening. And so we've got to look for the good. We have to look for the things that make us laugh. Um, we have to deal with what's happening and then cope through the love that we have with one another and. And so my second question, which let me see if anybody is saying anything. What I can see here is, let's see, Carrie Ann, uh, or Carrie, hi, Robinson, hi. Um, you said that Walmart is now pretty bare, and that's pretty sad. Um, oh, I see Samantha is asking me where Noah is. Um, Maggie wants to know where Noah is. Noah is at home. Um, with his dad, and they were all sleeping when I left early this morning, but they should be joining us live, so we'll see if they respond on here, because that's where they're supposed to be watching me this morning, but they were all excited about sleeping. Um, okay, so what have you seen that's good? Um, and that's going to be my question if you want to respond to us here online, but then I'm going to ask you all, what have you seen that has been good these last, this last week? <laughs> it doesn't matter what's up there, but I can't say it because you can't hear it. Well, I can repeat what you say. Um, okay, so something I see that's good is that my wife is making sure that I take walks now uh, because I, fortunately I can still work from home. And she caught me watching disaster prep videos on YouTube, and so she immediately thought I need to get him out of the house. And so we go on walks, and when we see people, people are making an effort to still say, to now say hello. Normally we would see people on their phones a lot, and now people are reaching out for a person-to-person -person interaction now. So you're seeing more person-to-person -person interaction. And even though it's at a distance. And even though it's at a distance, and even though your wife is not letting you watch disaster prep videos, thank you for that, that's a bad idea. <laughs> Do not watch those movies. What are those movies that everybody's outbreak? <laughs> Don't watch it, okay? Find a Disney movie. Watch, um, I don't know, The Little Mermaid. That'll be fine. That's much better than watching Outbreak. And so your wife is making you take walks. And We're going on walks now. And when yeah. we see people, we make sure we say hello. And people are, they're so, more, they're so, so much more responsive to it. People are kind of having to put that phone down a little bit. Um, and you're going to have to. I mean, that's going to be part of it. I know that's one way that we're staying connected right now, but when you're actually outside and you're walking around and you see people, you value that more, I think, is probably part of it. Um, Addie or Ethan, what about you guys? What do you see that's good that's happening? Um, me, personally, I'm seeing a lot of people creating in this time and, and still like diving deeper into their, their art and just allowing themselves to to be expressive about their feelings in really healthy ways. You know, I think that's so true. I, I've seen that as well. Um, we are resilient people, right? Like that's who we are. And we're gonna find a way and we're gonna find how to how to do um, 
life in the midst of this craziness. And one of our, I, I want to share with you, one of our members here at the church, uh, Mackenzie Cole. Hi, Mackenzie, if you're watching, it's nice um, to see you. And she created this comic strip for us uh, about how to still give and support the church. And, I mean, she's so stinking creative, but she made a caricature of me. Is that how you say caricature? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it is spot on. Also, she made me thin. Thank you, Mackenzie, for doing that. Totally appreciate that. Um, it's on our Facebook if you want to um, look at that and see what she's done. Um, let's see. Is there, or do we have questions? Maybe. Oh, just comments from people. Oh, hi, Amber. It's nice to see you. And Sherry, um, it's nice to see you, too. So the good that you've seen, Sherry, is more family time. Um, and Donna and Simmons is saying that she's excited that she can work from home. Um, Amber, you said that you were taking walks, but it's either cold or rainy. We're hoping for some better weather this week. Donna um, Dickey said, I'm glad to be working from home for the next two weeks. That's awesome. I'm glad that you all are able to work from home. Um, you know, that's the thing right now, too, is that we can't go and visit people. Uh, nursing homes are closed. The hospitals um, are not allowing visitors. And by closed, I mean they're not allowing visitors. That's what I mean when I say that. And so we can't go visit people in that way. Um, Ethan, I'm going to ask you, because I'm not skipping you, what have you seen that's good? I think a lot more time to just slow down. People can get caught up on some sleep, can get caught up on just kind of relaxing. I think that uh, the last at least six years of my life have been nothing but busyness and just every minute of every day seems crammed. And so it's been nice to be like, I don't really have anything to do. I'm just kind of sitting here and I don't have anything to do. And, and so you're able to really slow down and just be present. That's awesome. I think you're right. The, the slowing down is something that we all need to be present. And that's something that you can do in your faith as well, is um, take more time to pray, to meditate, uh, to listen to really good Christian music, especially this morning. We've got that going on for us. Um, you know, one of the things when I had Joshua, um, who's now eight years old, one of the things that my mom said to me uh, from the very beginning, which my mom's not on Facebook, but I'm going to give you a shout out, mom, because I bet you watch this somehow. But um, one of the things that she said to me so that I wouldn't deal with uh, postpartum depression was she said, every day, Lori, you got to get up, you got to take a shower, you got to get dressed. And for those eight weeks that I was off of work after I had Joshua, and I did this with Rachel, and I did this with Noah as well, I did that. And she was right. There was something to that. There was something to getting up every day, to taking a shower, to getting dressed. Um, and sometimes that means changing from your night pajamas into your day pajamas. <laughs> and that's totally fine. I've got lots of pajama pants that are work perfectly for this. I am not wearing any snow pants. I know people have asked me that. Um, oh, Jeremy is online, Samantha. He's saying that he is using this time to slow down and take Sabbath. And um, Jinx, hi Jinx, it's nice to see you. It says that people are checking up on each other, that that's one of the good things that is happening. And um, I think it's really good for all of us to, to be doing that. So there is a little bit of a lag here, I'm noticing, um, but I, I am seeing your comments. Um, so what I want to tell you is this. There was this TED Talk that um, I listened to and watched, it's probably been a year ago or so now, uh, about the science of happiness. 
And one of the things that they did was took people who had really horrible things that happened to them, um, like a death of a loved one or an illness or a sickness and sort of followed them, and also people who had had really good things like marriage or the birth of a child. And they would, uh, these psychologists, would track their happiness. And as they tracked their happiness, they realized um, even you know a year later, so they did this for a year, that it didn't matter what their circumstances were on the outside, that their happiness didn't change because that was just part of who they were. And even though these good things or these bad things that were happening around them, it didn't take away the happiness that they had as people. And I thought that was really, really important because we can still be happy in the midst of this time. You can still find good and something to laugh about in the midst of what's going on with your life. And we're just so excited that you can still connect with us in this way, that we can have you and, and see you on um, Facebook Live and our live stream that we have going on here. But we want you to know that you're not alone and that God is with us. And you know, for the past like six weeks, I'm just going to get really honest with you all. Um, for the past six weeks, I've really been feeling God speak to me, even before you know this happened. Um, there have been a few times in my life where I have felt like God has gone sort of nose to nose with me um, about life. Um, three times, actually. In fact, the first time was when I was called into ministry when I was 14. Um, the second time was when I did um, a really, really difficult funeral. And this time. And for the last six weeks, I have felt God sort of nose to nose with me. And I have felt him say to me, and actually words that we sing um, here in the church, which are which one of our songs is, God's going to make a way where there was no way. And before any of this crazy stuff has happened with the coronavirus, and that's the first time we've said that this morning, coronavirus, um, I felt God saying that he was going to make a way. There's a lot of struggle right now in the world. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of struggle in the United Methodist Church, and I'm just going to name that and own that. Um, people are arguing, and we were supposed to have this big conference that are coming up about what we're going to do and where the church is going to be and what it's going to look like. And our local church, we've been trying to focus on the good things that are happening in our community, and God is making a way for us. Now, i got to tell you, this is not the way I thought God was going to make like, I had this other plan of what God was going to do, but he is forcing us to set aside all these arguments, all of these things, um, not just in the church, but in politics, in, in the world, that all those other things aren't important. We can all do this together, and we can have this hope. And so I want to end um, with a couple of just challenges for you. One is if you're um, a member of our church, even if you're not a member of our church, we're asking you to help us. Um, call someone that you love, that you cannot see right now face to face, call them and check in on them. Do just a wellness check. See if they're doing okay. Um, you can be that presence of God in the midst of all of these things, and that's what we're asking you to do. The second thing that we're gonna ask you to do is to share um, on Facebook. Share it live. Um, I don't think you can share it live. I said that, that's weird. I don't think you can share it live. How does that work? Um, share this video. How about that? Share this video, and thank you for me stumbling into all of this as well. Um, so share this with your friends. Put it out on social media, because we can get this message of hope and love and light. 
people. And then, um, you know, just remember that you're not alone. And I want to, I started with this scripture and I want to end with it because I think that this is really a, a great way to do this. So um, listen to, to these words from 2 Corinthians. We are experiencing all kinds of trouble, but we aren't crushed. We are confused, but we aren't depressed. We are harassed, but we are not abandoned. We are knocked down, but we aren't knocked out. God's people are going to be resilient. God's people are going to have that love and that hope, and your job is to share that with every person that you can this day. Will you pray with me? Good and gracious God, this is just weird. It's a weird time. It's confusing. It's anxious. It's worry. It's so many things. But God, we ask you to intervene, to come into our lives, to make it better, to make us better. Help us to be your people. Help us in this time that we have to slow down, that we would be able to work on our relationship with you. We ask, Lord, that you help all those who are suffering, those who have lost their jobs, those who are worried. Lord, we ask that you help us with our attitude, that our attitude is better, that we can find happiness even in the most dire of circumstances. We ask these things in your awesome name. I want to say one more thing before you start. I'm sorry. Um, I know there's lots of people who've lost their jobs. There's lots of stuff that's that's happening. And if you lost your job or if you're um, sick or you have someone in your household that's sick, we're praying for you. Um, send me a message because I want to add you to my list and pray for you as well because this is the time that we're all going to need to be in this together. So let's start singing. And I will mute myself Yeah. 
this is the time in the service that we would normally pass around uh, the basket and ask you to give your tithes and your offerings. And we're going to ask you to do that virtually today. Um, there are lots of ways that you can give, uh, especially online. If you want to go to esmethodist.com and there's a little give button or the little dollar sign and click on that. That's all powered through PayPal, so uh, it's safe and you can do that. If you don't feel comfortable doing that, there are other ways to give. Um, you can come by the church and at door number two, there's a drop box. So if you want to get out of the house because you are going absolutely crazy about sitting in your house, you can take a drive, you can come by the church and you can drop your tithe off at the drop box. Also, um, you can mail your, your check as well, but we need your help. We need your support in order to continue the ministries that are going on here at the church. We would just ask that you would give as you would normally give. Now, if you're watching this video and you're in another church entirely that you don't uh, belong to us, as much as I would love for you to give to our church, you need to give to your church. So if your church isn't able to do online services, you need to give as you normally would to your church as well. Um, we need your help in this time to continue to do the ministries and the mission, but also to help uh, just the church to continue to function. Um, even though um, our church, we're not having meetings here or doing anything like that right now, we are still having secretary who's in the building and myself uh, who's here Monday through Friday. And so we'll be here um, to answer your calls, to answer your emails, but we just ask that um, you respect the, the space of the church. Um, we had our janitor come in and she has deep cleaned everything. And so we're just asking that you respect the space of, of the church as we um, are waiting to, for the kids to go back to school and for our preschool to be bustling again. So um, those are ways that you can give today and to help. And then don't forget about our fifth Sunday food drive. Um, we're really close to raising enough money for the 6,500 pounds to the Good Samaritan Center. And I talked to Sarah Noblet, um, who's the director down there this week, and she said that um, it coming in at the end of the month at March is the absolute perfect time because they're needing that help as well. And then I guess you get to watch me um, get dumped, well not dumped, but like splashed with water. Um, and I know y'all can do it. I know that we can get to that 6,500 and we're really close. So uh, we just ask that you help to give to the church in this way. Um, let's continue singing and listen to some beautiful
today has blessed you, and we invite you to uh, just continue to reach out to people virtually who are around you. Share the good news of Jesus Christ that we may be knocked down, but we are not knocked out. And the good news is that there's a God that no matter where we are, no matter where you are this day, there's a God who loves you and has not forgotten you. So please um, share this message with others and look for us this week. I'm going to be doing more Facebook lives um, as, as well, probably from uh, my couch, just like the rest of you. But reach out. Don't forget that you are a part of this community and we love you. And so thanks for joining us today. And I hope you have a wonderful and blessed Sunday. God bless you all. God bless you.